We Built Us, a mother-daughter team having authentic conversation on everyday stories built from resilience and a sense of humor. Generational differences have influenced our ideas and experiences. Together, our contrasts and opinions have provided growth and understanding. We hope, hope, no, I'm not going to do that again, to create a connection (laughs) through our stories, knowing we are all connected and need each other. Welcome, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I am Chloe, the daughter. And I am Holly. I am the mom. So welcome. We um, love, love, love our followers so much. We are posting, um, I feel like a little bit more on Instagram and uh, I notice our numbers are growing, which is super mm, exciting and really we cool appreciate yeah, all of our followers. Um, we had a woman, Hannah, actually uh, indicate that she would like to hear this. So we appreciate the 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 request Mm -hmm. and so we decided to go with what she had wanted and we thought it was perfect timing with school starting right now um what to expect when college starts both from the parent point of view and the kid point of view um because it does it it creates a lot of um I think anxiety with people um go ahead I do too and I feel like starting college this is more referring to a normal year not like COVID year yeah COVID this COVID year is like weird it's different so this is referencing to like your first freshman year at college what to expect what is it like and that's true because I feel like a lot of people are staying online Mm -hmm. but yet there are a lot of parents sending their kids off for college probably praying for the best as far as their health and safety mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I know it's it's it changes everything, the way classes are being mm-hmm. held and labs and the way you can even walk on campus, I noticed. Yeah, right. I know you have to like in and outdoors, but in saying this, it's we don't have experience with starting college with a pandemic. So this is referring to a normal year. Yeah, normal year, totally. So um, to give you a background, I actually went to college and my story in starting college and to be able to relate to you and seeing uh, you go, you know, through the college years and your brothers as well, I, um, it, it is different, but it's not. And I chose a college that was way far away from my mother, so I wouldn't have the threat of her ever coming in and visiting me. Um, and I And I think I shared that we did not have a healthy relationship. So... Um, I chose this college. It was, uh, UW lacrosse actually. And, um, I signed up. I remember my mom trying to talk me out of it as we went to the bank because we didn't have things online. We didn't have computers back then. I had to go to the bank, take out a loan. She's trying to talk me out of it. And I'm like, hell no, I'm getting out of here. Signed on the dotted line. And, uh, looking back, my intentions, I think in starting college was more to get away from her than pursuing an education, sadly enough. But I, um, had transferred because I stayed by a UW college in my hometown and then transferred. So I did not qualify. I don't remember the, I didn't have to live in the dorms. So I never lived in the dorms. I went on campus. I looked, um, at a housing board found this house available. I signed a lease with five other girls. I had no clue. I knew nothing about them. And I remember my um, mother and my uh, sister, I think my, I don't think my brother was with me and they dropped me off and there I was. And um, getting classes 
you literally stood in line and you had these little postcards and that was your ticket to that class. And when you walked around with like this high anxiety trying to get in, you'd see cards on the floor or whatever, where people are just like, oh, this doesn't fit. And they would just toss it. So you literally, it was a shit show. That is a shit show. It doesn't sound like a good system. It it wasn't a good system. Our ID cards were actually, our ID number was our social security number. (laughs) That's, that's, um, terrifying. That's changed. <laughs> I know. So let me clue you on, on, on my experience now, um, as a mom of, of three kids and all three of my kids have decided to go to college and, um, pursue, you know, an undergrad four-year degree. Some have decided to go on. Um, and honestly, as a parent, all of my kids, <laughs> despite the fact that I've raised them all, um, the same way. They all had a different approach to school and when it was a good time for them. We're all very different, I feel like, in different ways, but we're also super similar. Right. And I think, honestly, it's important for parents to be in tune to that so they can react appropriately um, because that could, I I think, in my opinion, push a kid away, excuse me, or turning them off from um, doing what they want to do almost because that age, I think 18 to 25 is ah, a very influential age. Totally. You change, a, you, you change so much in that mm-hmm. time. Um, and it's like walking on ice and how to approach and deal with kids. And like I said, each of them have been so different and on their own time. Um, for me, thankfully enough, um, in some strange way, having um, Alex, uh, my firstborn, he his delivery was very botched. I think I'd mentioned that. It was a huge malpractice, so it was very, very traumatic. Um, it changed me and my journey as far as motherhood. And I realized at a very young age, or from a very young time in motherhood, that I needed to light their fire early meaning I needed Mm. to make them exuberant, excited about life, excited about learning. It's lovely and wonderful to make mistakes because that shows you're growing and you're trying. So I I did this very early on. Mm, You did. And I have always instilled you can be the best versions of yourself. And I I know I've said this a gazillion times, so you've heard it, but when, when I would hear my kids say, good enough, I'm like, that's good enough. Like if they're finishing, I don't know, a project or an assignment, I was like, good enough. What does that mean? Does that mean that you could have done better and you know that? Then don't you want better for yourself? Like I can't control that. Only you Mm -hmm. can. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I had to rewire kind of a thought process during through the years of growing. Yeah. And I could say like, that was a hard thing for us to process and learn because I mean, when you go to school and you see other people lack lacking um and they're like well they they're getting a b plus and like i'm doing so much more work and only getting an a minus like or an a like all that much work was really hard i mean in young i mean this isn't referring to college necessarily but it's but, prepping prepping you for college yeah, it's not like mindset. yeah you just go to you know, you go through high school and it's like, okay, now I have to go to college. This is something that I've like groomed their brains to want more for themselves to be, to be the best they can be. I didn't expect perfection for sure. I just wanted you to be the best person that you would be. And you, you did a good job of that for sure. Thanks. You know, the parenting thing is, I would feel like (laughs) the one thing that I can 
pretty much do okay. Um, some other things I lack in for sure, but the parenting thing has been mm. been exciting and frustrating and so many different emotions. Mm-hmm. But so that being said, because I'm laying the groundwork, um, and it's been a constant process from the time they were little all the way up. So by the time they got to high school, they have this mindset of being better people, making an impact in the world, um, doing good. So it would just follow mm-hmm. suit. Mm-hmm. So college actually wasn't set from me as an expectation from you, because I felt like if you guys wanted to pursue something and yearn to be something that you would realize that that college education would need to happen in order for that to fall into place. Mm -hmm. And that was a painful journey because um, I had to deal with kids struggling with the financial part and how are we going to pay for this? And um, being a single mom, much of their lives, I could not afford to, to, you know, foot the bill. So I'm like, but I feel like that shouldn't be an expectation. Right. Even like, that's a choice that we've made to go to college. Right. But I mean, sometimes that when you would see friends getting, you know, a full ride from mom and dad or whatever, I, I I felt less than just because Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that for you. But you were there for us more than those parents. Maybe um, I I'm I best I at best I've been your best cheerleader. Yeah, but I've always told you also if if you want something bad enough, just keep moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. You because people when they see a roadblock or they falter or they have an excuse in their head, that's when they stop trying, and that's one thing I feel like I've tried to to teach you if you want something bad enough you just keep moving forward and you mm-hmm. go for it mm-hmm. um, and you definitely instilled that for sure so the the fafsa if there's any parents out there th- that is a flipping nightmare <laughs> True. i hate the fafsa same <laughs> i just hate it every year when it's time to renew the fafsa it's it's a nightmare because it never goes smoothly for me ever um, financial aid, I feel queen of transferring colleges, also a queen of yes. in the know. I have to share a quick story. Um, your oldest had a very healthy scholarship at a private college. And in high school, we went down there. He loved it. Um, it was actually at, at Mar- Marquette University. And the historical buildings there, and oh, it was just beautiful. Well, they had kind of a segment where if you were thinking about going to college there, you could visit the campus and get a tour and look at different things you were interested in. He is very uh, medical type kid, um, sciencey, and they had a cadaver lab opened. Looked at me and said, mom. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Unsure of myself. We went down there and there was probably, I don't know, 50 kids with their parents walking around and they had uh, three cadavers out there and they had an open arm. You know, everything's covered. If you've never been in a cadaver lab, not that most people would have, they had a leg um, uncovered and you could see all the ligaments and the muscles Mm -hmm. and the veins. It was pretty cool. And then they had a scalp opened uh, with a brain and um, he was very, very interested in this brain, and he was talking to the medical students. Well, lo and behold, time passes, 
and we are the only ones left. The dean of the college came over to him and asked him what his name was, where he went to school, blah, blah, blah. Asked him if he'd be interested in revisiting the campus with the medical students to open up a cadaver during mm -hmm. labs. Oh, my God. I thought this kid felt like he hit the jackpot. Looked at me, and I'm like, absolutely. He, he did it once, uh, and he did it twice. And I remember when the first time we went there, the the dean of college met us. Um, we got a pass, and we were walking in, and they're talking, you know, talk about what to expect and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like in the back behind them walking in the hallway, and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. Um, I do you do you expect me to go in the I'm really not up for it today so I think I'm just gonna hit Southridge you know Obviously. The, the, yeah, the shopping. Get the shopping. just tell me when I come back to pick them up so we had my point is we had revisited this college so many times and uh we were enrolled we had a sibling day where you guys were able to sleep in the dorm mm -hmm. you and your your I other brother that. yeah and you guys got t-shirts you were able to eat where he ate it was a really cool yeah. um, program to help everybody feel comfortable family members we were mm -hmm. getting ready to leave and he said mom i'm like i know that mom sound i'm like I do i need to sit down and he said maybe he goes just listen to me lol I'm like, okay. And he says, I don't belong here. I'm like, what do you mean you don't belong here? And he said, mom, I have been searching for a reason to feel like I fit in. And I have made no secret that life has not been easy for us. It's been very difficult. And he has had to work very, very hard to get to the place where he's at at this point. True. And he said, I feel like a lot of people have been handed a lot in life and I don't connect well with them. I said, how do you know you haven't even started? He goes, how many times have we been back to this campus? He goes, trust me when I say this. I've been searching mm -hmm. and looking for a reason to belong here. And I don't. And I'm like, okay, so now what? He goes, I want to go to Madison. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like today? And he goes, yeah. And I go, it doesn't work that way. And he said, mom, I'm all right, this is a Thursday evening, you guys. And uh, school starts on Monday. And I said, okay, my sarcastic light flips on. And I'm like, hello, Madison. Yeah, we got all this shit. We're just going to be dropped by. I'm sure you have a dorm room open. I'm like, dude, like this isn't going to happen. And he said, mom, I'm like, okay, I entertained him, called Madison. They're like, no, we don't work that way. I said, I told you. And I go, what about Point? And he goes, I don't want to go to Point. I want to go to Madison. I'm like, you don't have a choice. Do you not want to go to college? And he got mad. And he said, don't, don't insult me. I'm like, okay, but we have to work with what we have here within hours. I'm talking hours. And he said, please don't make me stay. And I said, okay, let me call point and see. I said, here's his GPA. Here's his class rank. Here's his ACT score. And the lady put me on hold. She came back and she said, if what you're telling me is true, we need the paperwork in here today by 4 p.m., uh, I need to remind you, we're in Milwaukee. This is hours away from where we like right. where this college is. Right. And so I'm like, okay. And I looked at him and I'm like, how serious are you? He goes, Mom, I'm dead serious. And I'm like, get your ass in the car. We have to go in the filing cabinet and find all the paperwork they're looking for. Kid you not, it was five minutes to four and I, I made it. It was very quiet the next morning. 
And um, I said, we have to leave. And we got to Madison and he goes, you're taking me back. And I said, not necessarily. We're waiting for a phone call to see whether or not you've been accepted to point or you're going to have to stay at Marquette for the duration of a semester, a year, whatever it takes to get this ball rolling. Got a phone call shortly after Madison and they accepted him. So I had to withdraw, unpack his underwear and socks from drawers, <laughs> take books back. And uh, he, he wasn't happy to be at point, but at the same time, he was extremely grateful. And he asked me um, why, I, why I did that because I know a lot of parents went, gave up a huge scholarship. Like huge. Huge. And I said, you know what? Um, it's almost like walking down the aisle, realizing it's not right for you, um, and making that decision at the mm -hmm. last minute. And I just followed your heart and guided you and helped you along the, the way kind of thing, um, yeah. which happened to be a, a blessing in disguise because he did end up at Madison graduating from there. Um, but it, it was a journey that at the moment was like heavy, heavy, and it was a lot of turmoil and anxiety and, and stress, but I went with the flow and I followed him. He, he thought it through and it worked out really, really well. So, uh, the transfer thing, I'm just saying it, it's happened more than once because you, yeah. Also did that to I me. I did. He, um, so, not, okay, not as extreme, but like close to just as extreme. Yeah. <laughs> you were there. You were there. So I'm like, I already did this in my life before I get this. It's almost like uh, I'm numb and you took advantage of that because I couldn't do for one that I had, you know. Okay. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I just followed suit with following your lead on that mm -hmm. one um, because I've always thought kids aren't they're mine, but it's not for me to dictate who and what you're going to be. Um, I, I tell, I've always said, you tell me what you want and I'll show you how to get there kind of feeling with the, the best knowledge that I have anyways. Yeah, you've always lived by that. Um, so today we are obviously discussing what to expect um, because it can create a lot of uh, expectations, anxiety, and uncertainty, both on the parents and kids separating from home. Um Chloe, you're my baby. I am. So I'm only speaking for myself. Um, and I know a lot of other people also experience the same things throughout my their college years. So I started my freshman year of college three years ago. I'm going into my senior year now. And it's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. It's really weird um, that I'm at that level and I'm that old because it doesn't feel like I am. It goes fast. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so I have come up with well, we both did we came up with things that some other young college kids might have questions about and I have actually given advice on some of these things so the first one that I had thought of was high school friends what happens like do you stay in contact with them so from my experience I have I didn't have a lot of close friends, so to say, in high school. I had a select few, um, and those select few I still am in contact with. So I, I believe that if you put the time in. Yeah, if you put the time in and it's a true friendship, like, it'll stay put. You don't need to be talking to them every day. And I found that to be a thing. Four or five months would pass, and we'd reached out, and we'd pick up from 
ground zero and just catch up to each other's life. And kind of going off of that is you meet people in college that fit your personality more because like my mom had said, you grow so much from 18, I think you said to 25. Yeah. Um, so not only are you redefining who you are, you're redefining your friend group. So even if you're worried about keeping your high school friends, you guys might not even be the same people in two years, three years, or even a year. On that note, I actually had a childhood friend uh, and we went all the way through elementary, junior high, high school. Uh, we were besties. You could always find us together. And I went away to college. She did not. I came back, I don't know, my junior year to my hometown, heard she was working as a bartender in this bar and I walked in and I, she was such a different person. She was very um, much thinner than I remember her. And the reason being is uh, we were, were talking, she had to go to the bathroom, she asked me to go along and because girls can't go alone right. and no. <laughs> so she rolled up a 20 dollar bill and did a line of coke in front of me and mm. i freaked out and i realized at that moment that we had gone different paths mm -hmm. and um she no longer was going to be a a healthy and good connection for me so th things happen that way too yeah. where all of a sudden your memories are best kept that way and uh things change and life changes and you keep moving forward in a different way and that's okay yeah, I think that's one of like a big advice I'd give to any anyone that you have to get comfortable with change because people change, um, time changes, everything changes. So to expect the norm and expect what you're comfortable with is just unrealistic. Yeah, and um, I, feel like, I feel like that can create a lot of anxiety and uncertainty. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, you have to be in this healthy mindset. Of expecting it. Mm -hmm. So another thing kind of going off that is time management. Time management is so important in college. So going into college, I did not have study little methods or studying things at all. Um, make sure you make time to study. Make sure you make time to be time have what to have time with friends. Make sure you have time to take care of yourself. You have to balance everything. And going from living with no parents. And somewhat having a schedule in high school, you literally, you wake up and you have a choice to go to your class. Nobody's, nobody cares if you're not there. Like, you have to care for yourself. The professor will notice, yes, your some grades will get docked if you miss too much, yes. Um, so it's along with the choices. And in college, nobody's looking after you but yourself. So you have to have time management and expect high of yourself to withhold like a standard that you know I know when I started college I said I need to have at least a 3.5 and my first semester I think I had a 3.2 because I really focused on community and friends and just doing kind of not the bare minimum like the medium 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 med <laughs> like not minimum. We know what you mean. yeah um and it definitely could have been more focused so sit down be honest with yourself when you create your own time management. So going off that too is choices. Choices, you have so many. Like you, you what? Like, oh, you, there's a place at my campus particularly. I think a lot of them have them. They have like a self-serve food bar. And let me tell you, they have a dessert bar. Every college has a dessert bar. Like that is really hard to not <laughs> eat first, you know? Like, damn, my college had some good pies, not gonna lie. Um, 
<laughs> and like I'll get back to the 15 pat or 15 pound weight game myth or truth for some people. Um but those choices all are constant. are constant. You like I said go wake up. If you wake up, you're tired, you don't have to go to class if you don't want to. Just email the professor. I'm no done parents it. to say get get out yeah. of bed. Most make a goal to only miss two classes that first semester. Cuz like make those two like even if you get sick you have to count one of those like just two set a standard okay no parents is the next one this one i is a little different for me because i lived 30 minutes from home when i was at college so and with my mom and i being so damn close she would like make an excuse to come up here to go shopping because there was better shopping where my campus was and she'd be like i'm just gonna swing by with cookies and like (laughs) the sweater you asked me to grab I'm like okay so like because we were that close that we having no parents it was a little different for me yes I didn't live with my parents um so that was definitely a thing where you weren't waking me up hey Chloe you should get up it's like 10 a.m um like I didn't have that so that you just have to get used to you being this is like your first this is your milestone of becoming an adult like self-discipline yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, you have like, if you're living in the dorms, you have dorm hours where you have to be quiet. So there's like a little bit of, you're Rules. not, I feel like you're not full adult yet when you're at this level. Right. I'm still not full adult and I live off campus. Like, I think full adults, like when you're 100% like living by yourself. Yeah, I agree. Um, So money, I encourage you to kind of set a budget for yourself because there will be times where your friends are like, hey, we're going to a lot of my freshman year. We had an Applebee's. It's not here anymore. Um, But they would ask so much. You want to go to Applebee's, half price apps. And setting that budget not only allows you to like treat yourself nights, spend time with your friends, but also pull away when you've reached that because it's also like just being disciplined and, you know, understanding that you do – have money from loans if you're if you've gone that route. I think everyone's financial situation is a little different, right? Um, but you, when you you've you've become very frugal with your money, mm-hmm. and I think you, I'm impressed with how you spend your money. Oh, thank you. We yeah. could do a podcast on that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> missing home is another thing I wanted to talk about. I missed home, probably not as much as everyone else, mm-hmm. because I had my mom visiting me, and because home wasn't that far. Mm-hmm. Um. But also home was a different situation. Um, I did not like where we lived. Um, it was a really negative, hard time transitioning. Um, and that's a whole thing for another podcast, but mm. I think you can contest to, it was terrible. It was hard. I hated being there. Probably why I came up and visited you so right. much. Right. And but, yeah, we were put in the situation, my senior junior and senior year of high school, where, um, we had to live at this specific place and it was really hard emotionally, physically. It just was terrible. Um, worst place I've ever lived. Yeah. So I definitely did not miss home. I missed more my family. You than missed anything. me. I did, but you visited me. So it was great. Oh, true. But I did still miss you. Yeah. I would call you a lot after my class. We would sneak our dog into the dorm. Yeah. Remember? There was a back door. His name was Max. And I was like, oh, you want to sneak Max in? And he would come to the fourth floor. We'd sneak <laughs> him up. And there were no elevators in this old dorm. So yeah. I was like smuggling my dog up in my arms. She just did the smuggle like thing like you could see her oh that's true 
They can't it. see you. Yeah, they can't see me. Anyways. Anyways, so the next one I want to talk about, which I kind of quickly touched on, was the 15-pound weight gain. I'm going to tell you, everyone always, like, emphasizes this, and I don't know why. Like, oh, are you eating healthy now? No, then you're going to gain it. Are you eating healthy now? Yes, then you won't gain it. It's that simple. Like, if your habits are healthy, you will stay healthy. Just don't fall into that. Don't fall into that pastry bar. Don't do it. I mean, you can do it sometimes. I did it sometimes. But, like, also stay active and get involved in those clubs, those extracurricular things where, like, the rock climbing. Try every sport at least once. If you have the opportunity, try it. Because that 15-pound weight gain won't happen if you don't want it to. It's all a mental game. It is true. And if you think you're gonna, then you will. Like, you, if you believe a certain thing, it will happen. I believe in that. Um, and and kind of going off habits and weight gains and um, this topic is partying. <laughs> so, partying. partying. I never went to a college party until my junior year, which was last year. Um, just because I reasoned out why I shouldn't go my first freshman and sophomore year and most of my junior year. Um, there was a time, it was my senior year of high school, and I was debating the college situation. Um, and my mom had sat me down and talked, and I said, Mom, should I be interested in partying? Should I want to experiment in that? And you said, basically, yeah, you should be. It's fun, but you know there are consequences to it. You know, if you go to a party and you get drunk, like, know that there are threats to it. I was in a lot of leadership roles. And she's like, you may lose your leadership roles. You may lose that respect on campus. You may, you're putting yourself in a more vulnerable situation to get sexually assaulted. Like, that's the matter of the fact. When you put yourself in these situations, know that there are results that can happen. And you have to be aware of those if you decide to go. Right. I also said if it's like the the buzz off of having a drink is what you're interested in, I'll split a bottle of wine with you. And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what we ended up doing. It was pretty cool, actually. It was. Uh, to sit down with you and do that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, partying for me was a lot different than most people. I had a lot of good friends my first year, first and second year that they'd go to parties. They invited me to most of them. And I said, you know, I'm... I'm not comfortable going. It opened up your world too to different kids and like their oh, morals yeah. and values um, as far as even sex goes. And yeah, like my literal freshman year, I was sitting in my college dorm with my my best friend Kayla, who was also my roommate. Um, and she and I were we were you know we're a little I think I I think I can get away with saying it now. It's been a few years, but we were drinking in the dorm, which you're not supposed to do. Um, well, it wasn't with other people. The door was shut. You knew about it. Yeah. Because you said if you don't leave, if, you, if you're if you fine, like, and you do it responsibly. Don't cross, talk, don't like, cross the line. Don't cross the line. attention to yourself. Yeah. And we didn't. We were very chill with it. But across the hall were some other friends that we had acquired. Um, and these friends were partiers. They were partial drug dealers. They were very intense. Um, we didn't, like, hang out with them too much. But they it was weird. They came to us for advice a That's lot. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and they would like come in half drunk or high or whatever, and they would stumble in and be like, Hey, so I have a question. And I was involved with crew at the time. Um, and which sounds messed up because we would drink sometimes, but not enough to like even get drunk. Um, 
but they would stumble in these guys we had met um they were druggies kind of <laughs> um and they, they we would talk to them about god and they would ask about god and it was just a really weird like college is completely what you make of it and the fact that we had people that were into that stuff coming to us about god was a really I don't know. It's a cool thing. It was a cool thing. Um, but there you'll be put in these situations based off what you do. So like because we were in crew and that people knew of it, they would come to us. But there would also be times where they knew we were in crew, but they'd ask us to hang out in their rooms and we would go hang out in their rooms. They would be doing like they actually smoked weed in the dorms, but we didn't. We weren't doing that. We were just in the room. We were associating. I remember the hall director knocked on their door and we were in there. We were like leaders in a Christian organization, but we weren't doing anything wrong. We were just hanging out with them. Um, you're given that choice to make the situation, you know, and I think because we were in there, none of us really got in trouble. Mm. You know, it's association. It's who you associate with in right. college. And I think partying and that general thing is just, I just had such a fear of getting caught. I had such a fear of having that expectation for myself that I didn't do it, you know? That's cool. So, I, I mean, that's a thing, conversation you have to have with yourself or people you care about. Um, you took the high road probably tried, when yeah. it wasn't so easy to. It was not. Um, but I also had many other factors that just kind of scared me of parties. Um, True. Yeah. So, another thing I want to talk about is choo- choosing a major. I think it is hilarious your freshman week. I remember my, it's called like the intro week. It's the first seven days or pre seven days of college and you're meeting other freshmen and you're like, so what are you studying? And they're like, I am pre-med or I am physical therapy or I am an English major. Let me freaking tell you, they're lying. They're lying. You know how many times I changed my major? Five times. Same. This does not, (laughs) if you don't know your major, which I felt ashamed at first that I didn't know my major, literally it's going to change. The people that say they know it, I would say only 5% keep it. It changes so much from the courses you take, from what you get involved with, it changes. Well, I feel like um, you're evolving and changing as a human being. Yeah. And you give yourself a disservice mm-hmm. of not keeping your mind open. I would say take in the that first year, take mm-hmm. all the classes that you want to take. So you're interested can, in. Yeah, that you're interested in that that can broaden your horizons and ideas as far as like, hey, dude, mm-hmm. I didn't even think I'd be interested in this as much as I am. Mm-hmm. And that might change your direction. Totally. I encourage you, even if you think, I don't know if I'd like that. I had a really good friend that we took an art class together. I met him in art class, actually. And he liked the art class. And he is actually an natural resource major. So take those courses that you think you may not even like, because it may be your next career. Maybe your career. Um, and I feel like professors can make or break that. Mm-hmm. And I think another topic I'd like to quickly touch on is um, choosing a college. Visit that college. Feel what it would be like to be there. I made the mistake of I originally, talking about the UW system, was going to UW-Eau Claire. And because of a boyfriend in high school, etc., we were going to go to the same college, all of that kind of stuff. When I realized it wasn't right for me to go there... I decided to go to lacrosse to follow my mom's footsteps. Um, and I thought I was going to stick with that. I didn't. Um, <laughs> clearly. It, it didn't feel like home. It did not feel like home. I moved in. I bought an apartment. I 
did A, B, and C. I did everything to move into lacrosse. And I sat, this is the same situation to my oldest brother. Yes, I relived it. It was like deja vu. I was like, mom. I'm like, no, <laughs> this, this campus is not for me. She's like, well, do you want to go to Point? And I had the same exact response of my oldest brother, Alex. He said, said no, because it was so close to home. I wanted to experience life outside of the area. And I ended up going to Point, and I think it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I met an amazing group of friends. I met, I fell in love with some sports. Um, You've met some pretty cool professors. Met some cool professors, and speaking of professors, like talk to them, get to know them. So they, down the road, not only can they help you with letters of recommendation, it's not sometimes what you know, it's who you know. And professors are damn cool. Like, they're really cool. These are not high school teachers. High school teachers that said things like, well, Derek, nah, 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 nah. I'm like, no, professors are cool as hell. You just need to talk to them. And if you get to know them and you miss two more classes and you're on a good rapport with them, you're set. Yeah. And I don't know. I think... You don't know where they could lead you to. Right. Exactly. 100%. And the last thing I want to talk about is the expectation of going into college of I, my senior year of high school, I thought I was going to meet the love of my life. I thought I was going to just have a belt full of friends. I thought I was going to have like a 4.0, like the perfect movie picture. It wasn't true. Don't hold those expectations so high. Just go with the flow because... Allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself to grow. Change is inevitable and live it. Right. It's a process that definitely looks different for everyone, um, give or take. Mm. Um, Honestly, I think human nature and and love we have for one another, uh, we felt those stories. Uh, The topic is something anybody can Mm -hmm. relate to for sure that has had kids going to college or you yourself have, uh, as a parent, dealt with a kid going off to college. Um, we hope that this actually helps set up some communication and boundaries and uh, equip them well. And they'll come back, you know, I think there's a little change in your kid every time Mm -hmm. they come back home. And that's a, that's a positive, good thing. Um, From a parent's point of view, all I can say is you've raised them up to this point. You gave them the tools in life to succeed, grow and, and let them be who they were meant to be. Just trust the process. Uh, be there when you need to be. Give them that space that they need. Um, I would uh, advise people to set up a touch base schedule so mm-hmm. you can have that set up where you talk talk to your kid to see how they're doing because it is an overwhelming thing. It's not always a positive thing that no. first year. And I think it's important to remind them that you're still there for them. Send cookies. Yes, bless. You will never go wrong with cookies. So good. Yeah. Explore who you have become as a person. I'm talking to the parents because when you become a parent, all of a sudden that's your whole life and uh, everything changes as a result. When they go off to college, you are looking at yourself in the mirror for the first time and uh, invest in that Mm. for sure. That's good advice. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, from a student's perspective, I would, going into college, I encourage you to go outside your comfort zone. You never know if you don't try it. I mean, stay within boundaries, you know what I mean? Like, don't try drugs. Uh, (laughs) um, Go to organizations, um, clubs, try out new things, network with those. Another thing is eat healthy and stay active because if you're healthy and active, you have a healthy mindset to succeed. Don't do things that aren't you just to fit in 
don't. That's a big one. It's so big. And let me tell you, that pressure is there for sure. You need to be real with yourself. Set boundaries for your own self. Find a new passion. I found rock climbing. There's sometimes uh, free stuff on campus, like events that have free food or just like, or just anything. There's a lot of free stuff. So go to them. Take advantage of it. Um, I guess take classes you're interested in. Don't declare your major right away because that's what a disservice to you to limit that. Um, right. Just explore. Make sure you have a schedule. Be honest with yourself when doing it. Don't set your expectations too high or too low. Um, and you know what? If you want to cut your hair, do it. Just do it <laughs> because this is your college years. And that's one thing that I knew a lot of people did when they went to college. They cut their hair. Really? <laughs> yeah. They went wild because they didn't have that influence parents. Right. I feel like it's just a time where you evolve mm -hmm. as a human being and you test You're the waters. You're a little waters. Pokemon. What difference? Okay. Yeah. Evolve. Oh, Pokemon evolve. That's right. When yeah. you battle them and whatever. No, they only have. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Or okay. whatever. I don't yeah. understand that. It's Anyways. Um, so here's, uh, you know, with with our podcast, honestly, I got up this morning and I was looking at the news and I talked to my daughter um, about this. And we have talked about uh, mental health issues. We have talked about loneliness or whatever. Um, a couple articles that I read, one in four young mm -hmm. people have considered suicide. Right now, the biggest Googled word is mental health and loneliness. Um, and that breaks my heart. And I'm hoping that this podcast brings people into our lives almost like they know us sitting and feeling welcome mm -hmm. um, in this conversation and a relatable topic from time to time where you can um, feel loved, connected, and knowing that you're not alone in your thoughts because right. we keep our conversations very authentic, very real. Uh, we're very uh, genuine in, in our message that we really want to connect with others. I feel this next topic will probably involve something um, in regards health. to that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just want people to feel connected to us in the worst way. And so yeah, please well, the best way. Yeah, yeah. And the best way. True. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, yeah, that makes me sound desperate or something but no. I I but I don't I don't want people to sit there and think that we don't care or we're disregarding I really want people to feel involved mm -hmm. so please reach out to us me too how can they do that you can do that I mean we're on Instagram pretty actively um you can private message us at we built us underscore podcast you can message us on Facebook that's we built us podcast and we welcome comments and questions at our gmail account which is we built us at gmail.com um don't hesitate we really appreciate that so we do. remember we need to know we have each other and be and prepared that, change yeah. is inevitable in college so and this life is a is a journey we're all dealing with um mm -hmm. so we're all connected yeah. thanks for listening thanks for listening talk to you next week